Hello, everyone. I'd like to start this episode off with an apology. I was attacked by the crud last week, which kept insisting I lay horizontal no matter how much I wanted to get things done. In the end, it was the podcast that suffered the wrath of the host that took up residence in my body. And for that, I apologize. I rarely miss an episode, and I appreciate those who reached out to make sure I was not in a ditch somewhere. Thank you. Fortunately, my voice sort of came back a few days ago, and I rallied with some guy in Austin so we could nitpick Michelle's roster to see who is here for the right reasons. In my opinion, it's only Granny Smith Rodney, but I'll give these other jokers a shot at winning Michelle's heart. And how might one go about doing that? Well, for starters, you don't act like a junior high boy and ignore her at the church lock-in slumber party. Some guy thinks the producers told the men to ignore Michelle and play with teddy bears and popcorn machines instead. But I have a different theory, and that is, boys are stupid. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 241 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. Believe it or not, this is me talking. I know my voice sounds crazy. It's super fun. I lost my voice. Um... Mm, gosh, five days ago. So it's just now sort of coming back, maybe about six days ago. It's just now coming back. And is it true, some guy in Austin, that you also are feeling under the weather? I am feeling under the weather. And we had uh, hours of comedy magic on the podcast (laughs) recorded in person last week. That uh, you were too sick to uh, to get up. So. I know. I'm so sorry about that. It's it is very rare that we record in person, and I think we've recorded in person what three times? That was our third time to record in person. Yeah, something like that. And um, it was great, and we were good. But I I will be honest. I I wasn't feeling good when we were doing it, and and I I've. I, it, I just felt that, you know, you start to feel it and you're kind of pushing it off thinking, mm-hmm. I'm not sick. I'm not sick. Cause we had our big event at um, the Carbot brewery that night and it was super fun. And so many people came and so many people donated and I just love that so much. And, and so that was a thing. And then we had people in town, which was a thing. And then the weekend came and it punched me in the face and I thought, that's okay. I'm going to rally. And then I had to take my mom back to East Texas and that's a day long event. And then Monday came and I was knocked on my butt again. And so then all of a sudden Tuesday's here and I said, I, I just, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe we'll release some sort of bonus something one of these days. Cause it, it really was good. We had a, it's, it's so different whenever I can see your face and see your facial expressions and your eye rolls and your shrugs and your, all the things. <laughs> well, the same it, is true. Yeah. It's just a little bit more, a little bit more back and forth, but well, I hope you're feeling better. I, you know, I'm hoping you're, you're too. I don't feel as bad, badly as you do, but um, yeah, I think it's just whatever blew in over the last yes. year or so has hit yes. everybody. But I, I don't want to say that probably one of these days when, you know, 
you know, 50 or 60 or 70 years from now, when, when they're going through your estate, they're going to discover that lost episode and it's going to be worth millions upon millions of dollars. It'll be like finding like a, you know, an old John Lennon song. That's or right. So. I, I do know though that <laughs> I, I do know that there were at least two things I was going to have to cut out from your mouth that came out of your mouth that I was like, <laughs> was Oh right? no. Yes. Two things. And one of them was, um, I think it was Top Gun related because in the episode that we missed, it's there was the Top Gun date and I was asking you, you know, are you going to go see the new Top Gun movie or it's Top Gun Maverick? No. Are you going to go see it? And, and have you ever done the volleyball scene from Top Gun? And I don't remember what my response was, but I do remember <laughs> the quote, quote unquote Top Gun date didn't involve airplanes for some reason. <laughs> Uh, it just involved the stupid flight suits that they <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. But if you win, you get a Maverick jacket. Yeah. Yeah. No, that'll be really popular. That's really good to wear at like 3 a.m. when you're out of milk or something. <laughs> you, know, you, go, you go and you go to the grocery store. You just throw that thing on. Over have your you ever done the up. Top Gun volleyball scene? You have. Probably. I mean, I'm that came sure out, you have, you know? you didn't even know you were doing it. You were just playing with yeah. the guys, the bros on the sand. Playing with the boys. Yeah, I'm sure I did. You know, I mean, that was a that was a quintessential movie for a lot of folks. Uh, back Are in you the a day. volleyball player? I, I yes, I am. As a matter of fact, I played quite a bit of volleyball, both sand and indoor. Do you uh, bob set or spike? I at the time uh, back in the day, I was a good little uh, outside hitter there, and um, oh. I could also, uh, you know, bump set and spike. Uh, but I, I we used to play um, co-ed. Yeah, we used to play co-ed, and so like a lot, of, we had a couple of uh, the, the smaller girls, you know, that they couldn't reach over the net. Were usually the ones that you know played uh, in the middle there, and then set up everybody. But uh, I played co-ed indoor, and I played um, intramurals all through college. I played a lot of beach volleyball. I really liked sport. That's great. I, I never, I, I never played shirtless in my jeans though. With which, your aviator glasses, no. Yeah, yeah. What? and I don't think um, I, 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 um, I still don't think Tom Cruise could reach over volleyball net. But that's <laughs> movie magic for you. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was a good date. Little Willie and Doughboy got into a big fight about. Yeah who's the best or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And, and Doughboy threw little Willie's bomber jacket into the, the swimming pool. Uh Oh, so yeah. that, but, but, but again, he didn't say anything. Cause Nate, who is a voice of reason this season, I will say told little Willie, Hey, just don't say anything. Just keep your mouth shut. And he did. And, and therefore Michelle thought she had a wonderful, she had a wonderful date. She also, on that episode, she went out with Rodney, and we learned that we like Rodney. We think he's inching out of the friend zone, but you and I both believe that he's not going to get to the finish line. She but he's likes Rodney. Go she, yeah, she likes Rodney right up until the threshold of the fantasy suite. She's just not attracted to him in that way. Yes. She's turning out to be, and we'll talk about this more, but, man, she's turning out to be just kind of a sourpuss 
No, she's not. Yes, she is. No, she's, she's not. She's Why not do a, you say that? Just because she was all stressed out last episode, and then they kind of tricked Aww. her when they didn't tell her the drama. And then this episode, she was just stressed out the whole time and crying and overthinking and, and airing her childhood issues, which I, you know I don't mean to. Um, You're such to a make, boy. You know, I just feel like that. You know, just. Back in the day, it used to be fun. Yeah, and now it's just a big therapy session. It is. But speaking of, you know, um, how many downloads of Rudy Francisco's prose have you downloaded to your iPod? Let, let me look real quick. Uh, zero. <laughs> Rudy Francisco. I mean, God bless that guy. Um, I thought that Chris G guy was going to come unglued. I thought he was going to rip off his fake looking beard. I, he, he was so excited when Rudy Francisco. He was more excited for Rudy than he was for Michelle. Yeah. Well, that, that seems to be a theme. The last couple episodes. (laughs) But, uh, Rudy Francisco, um, I mean, I, I, I had no desire to, follow up google him or anything is he a thing like is he <laughs> I don't like know. A... <laughs> i mean he's not exactly maybe the john he is... keats of... <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's like the canadian eminem he apparently has uh, a skill with speaking word poems yes, and uh, it's well appreciated north of the border here yes it is yes it is i do want to point out one thing from that episode too and then we'll get into this fourth week episode let's talk about jamie a lot of people were suddenly not rooting for jamie because we figured out he's a big fat chotch yeah and why don't you tell everybody what he did to get himself in a little bit of trouble? Well, I think he thought, uh, much like uh, the shortest guy in the cast, Chris S., um, mm-hmm. which, by the way, doesn't stand for snake. It stands for short. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, he thought that he would do Michelle a favor and uh, out some drama in the house where people were, quote unquote, people, mm-hmm. and, namely the implication of every person in the house was just not, I don't remember how it was phrased, but they weren't, uh, they weren't there for her. They weren't. Jamie was outed actually by Michelle to Rick. And Rick, I think came in to his little alone time with Michelle and said, Hey, you know, whenever you said your character was being questioned, I just want you to know that that's not really true. A lot of us didn't think that. I think he was just a throwaway comment that Rick was making at the time. And then he leans in to kiss her and she says, well, gosh, that's not what Jamie said. And that's when Rick went, (laughs) Jamie said, what? And so they realized that Jamie was the one saying that, she had been seen with a tall, light-skinned baller and oh, now all I remember. the things. I yes, yeah. and and it just kind of escalated to the point where when she came down and somebody called him out on it and, and Jamie was just a master manipulator getting out of that. He was, he huh. was just doing his thing of, well, what do you mean? Well, what question is that? And, well, yeah, I was worried about people not being here for the right reasons. And no, I wasn't worried that it was me. And she showed him the door. You know, what gets me about the whole thing is, is not the fact that he just made the mistake of, you know, 
being a little overzealous, I think, by telling her, oh, I heard these rumors. Um, and by the way, I don't know why it took till the third episode for that to come out, that she was dating somebody before the season. Um, yeah. Give me a break. Um, but th- the fact that when all the guys are like right in his face saying, I can't believe someone would say this. I wonder <laughs> exactly. who it is. And he's like, geez, I don't know. I don't know. That, so, that got Oof. me. And, and I think he got what he deserved. Um, yeah. He didn't put up much of a fight. She was pretty sick of it at that point. Yes. I think that's um, telling that he didn't put up much of a fight. I appreciated that he didn't put up much of a fight. He didn't even have any comments in the rejection. And why would you, you know, you're just setting yourself up for humiliation. Because we all have a television and all watched it and saw uh, exactly what happened. Do you think any of Brendan's former followers also unfollowed Jamie? I think they did. (laughs) I do. I think they did. I will say that, Um, Amy, our friend Amy, she said that she did a little bit of digging into Jamie and he's Mm -hmm. not a great guy. So it's good. And it was, it was, by the way, it was lovely at the, the Africa event that we went to the Arise event to Uh to talk to everybody face to face. Um, and uh, Amy was, was lovely as well. It was nice talking to her. Let's talk about this episode. It was a little bit lackluster in my opinion, uh, but we did it have was a beating. some drama. <laughs> we did have some drama, but here, let me, let me tell you, I mean, Martin, he gets a one-on-one and, and I feel like the reason why he got a one-on-one is because he was friends with Jamie and she That's wanted exactly to, why he got a one-on-one. Wh- why, why would yeah. you waste a one-on-one just to see, is she trying to root him out or yes. lead him yes. out, but then she kept him? Uh, help me understand that he did just enough it was a it was the same thing they did the dr joe on bachelor in paradise remember he was friends with brendan Mm -hmm. and then they set him up on that date and then his face just went blank but it was clear that martin didn't really care about jamie in that sense they weren't really buddies outside the show so i think he he felt okay but he did he did almost dig himself a a hole too deep to climb out of And I don't know if he was defending him, but it just seemed a little tone deaf because the look on her face when he said, well, you don't have the same relationship, you know, that he has with everyone in the house. She just looked at him like, keep talking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and I can just see her snapping behind her back and the the limo starting up and pulling into place, you know, and then she just waved it off at the last second. He did just enough to keep himself, um, alive. And then, uh, Speaking of fantastic musical uh, artistic guests, mm-hmm. uh, who is the guy in the red suit? Andy Grammer. <laughs> the Andy Grammer? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Did he used to date Carolyn Jones? Probably so. <laughs> does he know the band Train? <laughs> he does. <laughs> Andy, Andy Grammer is at least somebody we've heard of. I I've think. never heard of the guy. Oh. He had a a red suit on? What does he sing? Yeah, anything? he sings songs that you know. Let's talk about that date. That was the other one-on-one with Rick. Oh, that and was a Rick date? That wasn't Martin? No, that wasn't oh, Martin. Oh, sorry no. to confl- conflate my chachas. I that's, apologize. <laughs> that's quite all right. I mean, Martin's date, you blink and you miss it. It was yeah. riding around in BMWs and then going to an observatory and looking that at the stars. Fun. Both of those I, things look fun. I the think it would have would been be fun, yeah. but did you find it odd that they were in a makeshift 
hot tub in the garage of the BMW performance, the outdoor yeah. garage. No, I mean, you might as well just put it like a boat <laughs> engine in that thing and just fired it up, you know? Because you know how I have a problem with the hot tub that's not on. It well, bothers me. It's but, just I mean, tepid water sloshing right. around on the dude's armpit here. It's I mean, you think they'd have enough lead time to get uh, to borrow one or something. I, I <laughs> can't know. turn it on because of the noise. Yeah, they got to figure that out. They, they're going to so have to like overdub the, yes, it. Yes, just don't get in the stupid hot tub. Just don't yeah. get in a hot tub. If you can't turn it on, let's not get... Because there's sometimes they show them and they're getting in their hot tub and they're making out and all that and it's bubbly and that's fine because you don't have to hear anything. But if we're having an honest conversation about is Jamie a jack wagon or not and we need to hear the answer, why are we... And it was like in this tin that's supposed to look some sort of automotive, something or other, and there are tires everywhere. It was such a joke. I meant kudos to the ABC intern for trying to pull something off, but mm, we could have come up with something better. And it, it lasted such a short amount of time. We'll get to the group date in a minute. And then we get to Rick and Rick gets a pretty cool outdoor woodsy walking the hiking trails and they find a wish box and all the things go up in the thing yeah gondola thing and and it's it's fine and she she is attracted to rick at this point did you think so okay let let me tell you why let me tell you why she is attracted to rick at this point because rick is the guy that is telling her everything she needs to hear as a woman who is going through this process. Meaning so, that he's, he's kissing her rear end and she knows she wants to feel noticed and everything. Yes. And does she, be- does she like him ish? Is she going to end up with Rick? I think that answer is no. I, agree. I think yeah. she likes Nate and Joe. and Joe and Rodney and even Brandon more than she likes Rick. But Rick logically is saying, and, and, and the question is, is Rick being genuine or is Rick playing the game? Rick has some weird facade on him. And we learned a little bit during his date that he found out that his dad was cheating and he told his mom and that, that perpetuated in his mind the breakup of his parents' marriage. And so his dad, he feels, always blamed him for the separation. And so I feel like, did you notice how he would be very sad or very angry and then he'd smile? Yeah, he was, um, first of all, I, I think those um, those uh, wishes in the box were totally planted by the ABC interns. Absolutely, they were. They were yeah. absolutely planted. Yeah, they based on his planted. based on his um, his uh, application, you know, or whatever. They're like just taking. Quotes oh yeah, I mean the first one out. I want to find my soulmate. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah, people do that all the time, but it, they're totally. Hey, what would planted. you put in the wish box at eighty five hundred feet? I would say I want a million dollars. Or I would like Simon Peter from The Chosen to ask me out. You know what would have been great is if it would have said, like, I wish Chris Harrison would host The Bachelor again. (laughs) (laughs) What would your wish be if you put it in the wish box on the mountain? I wish there was a bar at 8,500 feet. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. I don't take that stuff too seriously. Do Do you throw coins and fountains and make wishes and stuff? No. 
No, okay. I mean, unless you got like your your niece or nephew, or, right? You know, exactly. Like yeah, you you don't take that stuff seriously. Yeah, I don't I don't really put much stock in that either. Um, but yeah, so I think that was all planted. And then he had that weird, awkward whispering thing that creeps mm-hmm. me out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But here's the other thing. I think, you know, look, she has brought up um, the race thing three shows in a row now. I, mm-hmm. I think there's no way she picked, and this isn't a statement about what she believes or whatever. I just think there's no way she picks a white guy. I think she's going to pick one of the mixed race guys because that's who she identifies with. It's like when you asked me, would she pick a non-athlete? You know, she she's not going to pick a non-athlete any more than she's going to pick a guy that's not either mixed race or African-American, I think, just because that seems to be resonating with her so much. Um, so I, I honestly think that she's definitely going to look for someone who can identify for her uh, with her on that level. But I think that she really identified with kind of the pain he had and the guilt growing up. I think he scored points. I just don't think, I think the cards are stacked against him in, mm-hmm. the, in the future. And then he's got that weird whispering thing that you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. Well, we'll see. It's like, dude, it's, it's not a secret that there's a microphone <laughs> three inches from your mouth. Everything you say gets picked up no matter yes. how low you say it. Yes, we all learned that from Caitlin Bristow's season, didn't we? <laughs> we sure did. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. when we first learned it. No way. <laughs> Let's talk about the group date. We've reached the point now. I know it was week four, episode four, but we've reached the point now where everybody's kind of exhausted by the group dates and they really want a one on date. What's the obsession with fighting with foam things? This is I the second. I don't know. This The competition thing bothers me a little bit, but what where we got Michelle is that she had just come off of a date where, or a rose ceremony where Jamie wasn't the person she thought he was. And she had to be told, Hey, what he said wasn't true. And so she, she's feeling now, well, gosh, I can't even count on my own feelings and my own gut instincts. This is annoying. So then we go into a group (laughs) date where she's just, invisible ignored i, I it, couldn't that I had to be understand. set up there's Do no you think way it was? there is no way i mean all the she was sitting there was a, a couple points where i got up to like get something to eat where i pushed pause and i remember coming back like from my kitchen looking at the tv and all, all the guys are like in this bro huddle yes jumping at, and she's 15 feet away by herself in the corner with this look on her face like she's just been punished right. or something so uh, there's no way i know nobody maybe look maybe they get they have a moment or whatever but the way that day was edited it, it appeared that she was ignored the entire time the entire no one time. pulled her aside no one said you know hey thanks for the date or gave her a kiss or try to right. play, you know, grab ass or anything <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what was going on there. Um, that was like, the, had the, I, I laughed to myself because had that been Claire, there would have been a lecture. Oh gosh. <laughs> Remember we that? Have, we would have, mm-hmm. yeah. they, they would have played light as a feather, stiff as a board or something like that. <laughs> she would have, she would have gone down. What it was, was a slumber party. So all the guys were given little mm-hmm. gift bags and they had to, 
dress in what was in the gift bag, yeah, meaning yeah. some had shorty robes, some had risky business, some had onesies, some had silky stuff, some just had bottoms. And it yeah, was and they gave the uh, short guy the Tom Cruise outfit, which is appropriate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so they did slumber party themes. So they go into this room and there's a bunch of teddy bears and cotton candy. And, and, and again, it was a, a modified, it wasn't for that purpose. I think it was the hanger, the Top Gun hanger remodified. Again. <laughs> I think it was too. It, it wasn't like any, it wasn't Build-A-Bear for God's sakes. No, they brought in all the Build-A-Bear stuff. No, hey, have you ever been to Build-A-Bear by the way? Have you ever been no, there like with it? I have not been to Build-A-Bear. Oh my God. If you go, um, do not, do not um, bring more than one kid, first of all, because you'll be <laughs> broke by the time you get out of there. They have this thing. So, so you get the, you get the, 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 husk right it's just like a Ooh. saggy bear Gross. Okay. and then and then they they put it like up its butt and they they spray um they spray foam into it or whatever and you get to choose hard soft or firm or whatever and so the kid can be like i want a soft floppy bear i want to and so depending on what button you push that costs money and then <laughs> they, they pull out this red heart and they say they look at the kid not at you and they go <laughs> Hey, do you want your kit, your bear, to have a heart? And the answer to that question is, of course. Yes. Which would, well, that's like ten bucks, and they stick it up the butt with the foam, and you never see it. You would literally have to kill the bear and cut it open to find the heart you just paid an extra ten dollars for. And then you got to buy the Batman outfit or whatever the hell you want to dress it. By the time you get to the end of it, you're broke. Anyway, okay, and um, I know that like some of our contestants, uh, our female contestants in particular, have a history of shopping at Build a Bear for shorts. Oh um, yes, they do mm -hmm. for themselves. But that's and the a American Girl doll thing. store. Yes, exactly. It's a completely mm. different thing when you actually go and build your own bear. But they had the phone <laughs> thing where they were filling the, the big bears, and then they had to fight each other with them. They did, yeah, which I, was terrible. I was very, I was confused on a lot of fronts. I even. I mean, at one point, Michelle leaves the room and she's saying, why am I here? And then the guys are saying, oh, let's play Duck, Duck, Goose. And someone says, should we wait for Michelle? No, yeah, that no, that's fine. Yeah. We'll, yeah, let's just do good. it without her. Or yeah. then at one point, she was she she entered into the fray and they were doing something and she said, can I play or something like that? And they <laughs> said, no. And so yeah. she's out on the outskirts again. Then she's she had to yell for somebody to come, Hey, come over here and join me. And, and of after an afternoon of that, I feel whenever it got to the point where they are actually, it's, it's the top gun day all over again, where they're on the balance beam and they're hitting each other with foam. This time they're on a bed and they're hitting each other with a stuffed bear yeah. that they yeah. just made. It's the exact same thing. I don't know how you win. It doesn't matter how you win. The point of the matter was that Michelle felt invisible. She felt unseen all day long. And that compared to her, wow, I can't even trust my own instincts to know who likes me. Well, now she's feeling like no one likes me. Yeah, I am yeah. the freaking bachelorette. Yeah, Everybody should be liking me. Yeah. That, and no yeah. one is saying my name or saying hello yeah. or even acknowledging yeah. me. That's like being at Buckingham Palace and the queen walks in. And you're like, eh, you know, who's the old <laughs> bag over in the corner? It was, 
it was it was sad and and such a great I mean, I know that everything is cheesy, but what a great way to get to know people is through their slumber party habits. Because did you have slumber parties growing no, up? No. First of all, I didn't call them slumber parties. No. <laughs> what do you, but, but let me, a sleepover? Sometimes we did. We usually snuck out and got like through exit things. Like I didn't, there was no pillow fighting. Um, but let me that, be clear. There was no pillow fighting in my slumber parties. Oh, no, sure. Either. There were. We, we guys know what girls do and they paint mm. each other's nails, talk about boys and pillow fight. We mm. all know that. Mm. It's like, it's like Greece. Um, <laughs> Except Rizzo is not 35 years old. So, you, have to <laughs> um, so, you know, the, the thing about the, the slumber party was it really wasn't a slumber party. It was more of like a bro, you know, fight type of thing. Yeah. And, and, and so it was very male oriented. So I, I, I could see how Michelle would kind of get in the way. But again, you're there to impress her. And none of the guys t- made any effort to really pay attention to her. So I did feel sorry for her, but here's the cynical side of me because I felt the same way in Claire's season. Mm-hmm. It's always a little nice to see the bachelorette kind of get a little comeuppance and get put in her place a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's horrible to say, but it just, it made me laugh that, you know, Hey, she's the bachelorette. It's her show, her gig. And uh, I guess this is the same part of me that thinks it's funny that Jake got cheated on him, you know, by Roz at his, his cocktail party, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like it's their thing, their venue, their journey, however you want to say it, and everyone that's supposed to be there for her just ignores her. So yeah, just part of I me get it. A little, a little funny. Well, Michelle had a bit of an issue with these boys, and she told him at the cocktail party. Yeah, what and... a buzzkill that was. Yes, God, it was. Ever. It was tough. It was tough. She told them that. She had felt invisible and she didn't feel seen and she was a little bit upset. They had the winners of the teddy bear war or whatever you want to call it. And she told them that they would, um, it, it, she would appreciate it if they just did a little bit better job, maybe even saying hello. She's not looking <laughs> for a romantic she goes, gesture. No, she goes, nobody, she goes, nobody even talked to me. Yeah. And, and they panted that. Who's the new guy? Clayton is he the yes. best? Yes. Oh my god! You gosh. can see the look on his face was like, "Oh, that's what we're supposed mm-hmm. to do." You know, it's like it okay. never. Guys, You're the talking. bachelorette. I know it probably is hard too when it's a bachelorette because you feel like you want to be pursued, but at the right. same time, you are the one that the show revolves around. So you need to have some action behind it. Well, that's more of a female thing too, right? Because men traditionally are supposed to pursue the the woman. And yeah, so I don't think you would see that happen the other way around. Right. You know, like I I don't think, um, you know, Brad Womack would have been sitting in the corner with no one talking to him. Yeah, exactly. And it ended up that at the rose ceremony, everything seems fine. I think those six guys who were still there, who won the bear wars, they felt good about how they told Michelle how much they appreciate her and how they're going to do better. But whenever she comes down the stairs and she's ready to start the cocktail party, this Chris S guy, Shorty, walks up and he says, Hey, I would just like to say something. And he cuts he tells, her off. He cuts her <laughs> off mid sentence. He says that he really wants to wait. Does he apologize or does he just say, I just want to let you know that there are some guys here who think they have it in the bag. Yeah. And I mean, just, 
Yeah, totally and that doesn't it. make sense because I know you said to the guys last night that you don't feel seen and we just need to do a better job of this. And once again, the dudes are looking around at each other going, what is happening? What is, who said what? What is going on? Now, she, Chris S. tells Michelle that it was Nate who said that. Yeah, and do you Nate. know what? Nate said that. So how do you... How do you justify he that? It. He didn't deny it. <clears throat> he, he was a little nonplussed. Yeah. Um, I just think these guys, they're in a group setting. They let their guard down. A comment slips out. Like our guy Thomas, who, by the way, did you see the big news? What? Thomas and Rebecca Kufrin are apparently engaged. Are they engaged? I think, didn't I send you a thing? Really? Yeah, that's what I, that was, that was the wow, rumor. Wow, okay. Yeah. So that's he got a bad rap. works. Yeah, because he got a bad rap because somebody said, did you consider being The Bachelor? And he answered, honestly, yeah, it crossed my mind. And then he was yeah. the worst guy in the world for two shows. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the way it works there is that, the, you know, he, Nate just in passing said, look, doesn't bother me. I'm going to get a rose, which I think he's confident enough to yeah. be able to say without sounding like a chotch. She and I don't think, him. yeah, I don't think he was trying to be a chotch. I think he's trying to, he's playing a little bit of a game of, hey, Mich- I'm comfortable enough in my chemistry and where I'm right. at with Michelle right now to know that I'm still going to go on. And mm-hmm. Chris S. translates that as, I've got this in the bag. Yeah. So <laughs> Nate didn't really say that, but Nate is confident he's getting a rose. So at that point, we've got Martin with the the hair. Um, yeah. Who else had a rose? Rick had a rose. Rick, yeah, yeah. Rick, and the, then he's, Rick's oh, the, the whisperer. Yeah. The whisperer. And then Olutame had a rose. He's the one who got the group date rose. Oh, because yeah. Because uh, he got real. Yeah. He got real emotional when she said she felt invisible because he has four sisters, and he says that was my charge in life to make sure that they know that they're beautiful and they're seen and they can do anything mm-hmm. they want to do. So he got really emotional by Michelle's. Yeah, feeling of that'll not be, being that'll seen. Be, that'll be a good hometown when uh, the sisters surround her and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it turns out that she does give Chris S a rose, so he gets through next week, which we knew. I figured we knew because if you get rid of Jamie, the villain, and you get rid of Doughboy and and Will, who had their little friction between each other you just don't have anybody else shaking the shaking the sugar tree and so now i was i was upset i was upset when the prince looking guy got sent home i thought he should have been chosen over chris s yeah because let's face it chris s is going nowhere i mean he's going nowhere and i and i would think probably after this week he's going home because they are going to minnesota they are headed to her home town which i think is huge that it's that's a pretty big deal to take this many people to your hometown so she's going to be on her turf doing things yeah well and keep in mind that's joe's turf too that's joe's home turf too yeah time big time uh, home field advantage on it do you think he gets a one-on-one or you think she i do i think i could tell from the from the season premiere or one of the promos 
that they go on a twins day to baseball to the baseball field. And oh, it looks that's like right. Just yeah, because he had a jersey man. on. Yeah, he had yeah. a jersey on. Yeah, Coleman, I guess is his last name. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, it looked like she – I don't know if that was from Minnesota or that if they spend more than one week there, but it looked like she had a lot of – she had fireworks at one point with right. Nate. And then right. she uh, – that either the Rick guy uh, or some other guy that looks like him, I don't know. Like I, I still have all the guys down, but they're on another date. Um, and you know it's got to involve – if you've ever been to Minneapolis, I mean there's got to be a Mall of America type of date. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to do like the roller coaster and all that Mall of America – um, and then they'll do the twins game. They'll do, um, some kind of, you know, lake date. Look like they did a Lake Minnetonka date or something where they, they cleanse themselves Jump in, in the, the water. water. Yeah. I, I was upsetting to me that the Prince guy got sent home because they could have dressed that guy in purple yes. or in Minnesota. Just done a whole thing. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Had him like ride a purple Harley across Minnesota. It also looks like they do a Vikings thing too. A Minnesota Vikings thing. With yeah, yeah. football as well. Let me ask you this. Um, do you feel like Clayton is next bachelor worthy or do you think we've got something coming down the pike that is Clayton worthy to make him exciting enough to be the next bachelor? We know he, well, we don't know he gets sent home by Michelle. We do know he leaves the show somehow, uh-huh. right? Yeah. He doesn't, so does he make the final three and get his heart broken? And then he's, you know, last season he was all in on Michelle. And, you know, is it one of those deals? But know. it can't be because there was some overlap. Right. With filming. So, <laughs> I, you know, it seems he leaves early. But to your point, he seems like a nice guy. But he, to me, he hasn't done anything to stand out. Yeah, there's you know, nothing not, dynamic yeah. that has like made when he me smiles think, his tooth. Yeah, I mean, like when he smiles, like I don't get a little sparkle off his tooth or anything. You know, mm-hmm. one of those deals. You don't get butterflies um, when he smiles. No, he's a big guy and he's you know pretty good looking, hunky looking dude. But I have not found myself being overly attracted to him. Okay. If I'm honest, <laughs> well, good. I always want you to be honest. So thank. I you think for I felt it. that way about the prince guy, though. You know, I kind of <laughs> like that guy. It might have been like the purple suit or the red suit that he had on, whatever. Like that, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, <laughs> Andy Grammer. Andy Grammer. Yeah. <laughs> and his his uh, sometime on again, off again girlfriend, Carolyn Jones. <laughs> you know, what would be awesome is if Andy Grammer and Carolyn Jones did like a, a kind of a, a, a duet type of thing. I guess it wouldn't be a duet, but like a quartet thing with the with the listen to your heart people. Oh yeah, I'm so mm-hmm. rooting for them to come back and make an appearance. I really yes, those people. Yeah, how they're doing? <laughs> <laughs> Both of them were so talented. They are great. <laughs> <laughs> Probably working on new music right now. <laughs> Hey, thank y'all for listening and a huge shout out to last night's game for creating a bachelorette bracket for us. If you haven't joined us yet, it's not too late. Check out the show notes for links. If you'd like to read a recap of episode four of Michelle's season, head over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. Full disclosure, I did not do a recap for week four because I was sick again. 
So sorry about that. So one week I did a recap and not a podcast. And then this week I did a podcast and not a recap. You just got to hang with me, people. It's not COVID. I've been tested three times. I've just got the crud. Mm. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and it's a love story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Great gift idea for the holidays, people. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there. And tour together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever.